Now, um, do you think us going into business, like being our own entrepreneurs, uh, impacted our marriage? Uh, of course. Yeah. Definitely. How so? How so? Honestly, it, it um, got us even stronger in, in a different way than just, you know, being a husband and a wife. And the support, you know, the, the growth of the support between us two for our businesses and for each other definitely uh, grew. Hi, hi. Welcome back to another episode of A Tall Glass of Sass. You already know who it is. It's Molly. And I've got a special guest. <laughs> I have Mike here. For those of you who don't know who Mike is, Mike is my better half. He is my lover. He is my husband, my baby daddy. Say hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> He's acting all weird. He's acting all weird. Look at him. He's acting all weird. So um, I thought it would be fun to just have a conversation. And like real talk, we did not script none of this. This is There is no theme to this besides husband and wife. And of course, being that this is my episode or my podcast, I should say, we're just going to say and talk about what it is that we want to talk about because we can fucking do that. It's my fucking podcast. So that's what's going to happen. Um, so I did have a question I wanted to ask you, though. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be honest? Yeah. Promise? Yeah. Promise? Yeah. Okay. How does it feel... To be married to someone who makes a lot more money than you do? Um, I feel fine. I, I don't feel like that is a status or something I, you know, need to judge or impacts the way I feel about our marriage or relationship. You know, I, I actually am happy that you make more. I mean... You know, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Why do you why are you more happy? Why are you happy that I make more money than you do? Cuz I get to work less. <laughs> what work less, right? That's that's the goal here. Cuz I I mean, who wants to work more? So marry marry someone who makes more. Yes, marry up. <laughs> yes. Marry up. Marry up. Yes, yes. So let let me just be clear here, okay? Have I ever, have I ever made you feel less of a husband or a, um, a dad because I make more than you do? Uh, no, it's there's always that line of respect that you know we have for each other that you know regardless of the situation, regardless of the status of employment, we just you know we know how to figure it out and just help each other get through, you know those times and um you know at the end it just it always works out so okay well i'm glad i'm glad um those of you who know me know us we're Hmong american do you believe that our parents generation and like that older elderly generation struggle with um <clears throat> 
their wives or their daughter-in-laws making more money than their sons? Um, yeah, I mean, just from, you know, the people that I know, you know, they always want, I guess it's just, they're stuck on, you know, like a man of the house, you know, you have to be the one to bring in the income, you know, and all that stuff. But, you know, like, like you said, we're modern American and, uh, you know, the equal rights, it doesn't matter who brings in more, honestly. I mean, it doesn't, I think a lot of it's, like I said, just, you know, the older generation is probably just, you know, a little more narrow-minded and uh, they're just, you know, kind of probably just stuck to that because that's something that they've been, uh, you know, believing for so long that it's just, it's just like a, a natural habit or a natural, natural um, way of life now, so. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, I had another question on the tip of my tongue about that, and then I forgot here. Oh, mm-hmm. what part of the Hmong culture about like being the boy do you have a problem with the most? Uh, I think... I think the thing is like um, how you're always expected to fill your dad's shoes. Mm. Just because you have your own pads. You know, you're not your dad. You're not, you know, identical. You're not, you know, going to do what he does just because generations are different. Times are changing. And honestly, to growth, that's what it's about. You know, you got to change. You got to be outside your comfort zone. And, um, you know, we're not, we're, we didn't grow up like they did. You know, we, we obviously, you know, appreciate, you know, their, how hard they work so we can be where we're at, you know, and that's just a, a part of, uh, you know, evolution and, and growth. So, yeah, I definitely um, just hate <laughs> or dislike when, you know, you hear the old generation go, oh, you know, like your dad can do this. How come you can't do it? It's like, well, I could do this. You ever thought about me doing this and my dad can't do this? <laughs> you know, something <laughs> like that. Like, Damn. Why is it always that way? You know, why the fuck can't it be? How come I can do this and your dad can't do it? Like, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, that's that's probably one of the things that probably, um, you know, um, comes to my mind when you uh, something like this, uh, this kind of question. Yeah. Well, and let's 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 get a little bit like deep, okay? So you and I are the oldest son and daughter-in-law what expectations about being the oldest son and daughter-in-law do you like the most and do you not that that you struggle with the most uh one thing i like the most is that you know um we are definitely you know paving the way for the younger siblings and you know being a role model and showing them how how hard it is you know regardless of your age whatever you want to do at what time you can just you know you can always you know focus on it and and it's never too late to to make changes and and do things you love in life and you don't always have to listen to people you know telling you oh you got to do this oh this is the only way i think the thing that i don't like the, uh, the most is probably just everything falls on you you know like every little thing you're, you're expected to just kind of take over the family, you know, which, you know, it's, it's fine, but you know, that burden, you know, it's just, 
overwhelming sometimes and you know certain situations just aren't as you know forgiving or you know like things happen in life where you know you don't get along with other siblings and then that becomes an issue and you know you can't you can't tell the future you know um i think that that to me is probably something that comes to my mind well and let's just set the record clear here you have no problems with your siblings no i don't because i'm the shit (laughs) okay 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 um now let's shift shift gears a little bit okay when people hear that you and i are both entrepreneurs what kind of response do you usually get when you tell them well i mean they're always like oh really that's great you know like you guys must um you guys must you know like really know what you're doing but you know the truth is nobody talks about the losses and downs before you get to your your pluses and your up years so yeah i mean a lot of people really are caught off guard when i you know even my clients you know having that barber talk um telling them that when they asked me actually well, what does my wife do and i said she's a career coach she runs her own business i run my own two businesses and you know we just come home at the end of the day and we talk about you know how our day went yeah yeah now on for me i usually get the response like oh my gosh really how are you guys making it it's it's almost like this um there's a sense of shock like it's it's not in a bad way but i think it takes people a minute to realize that we both are doing this and um what i sh- what i share and what i say to people all the time is you know there came a point where um i of course because i paid my dues in hr you know y'all y- y'all know career leadership coach like i helped you to find a job because at one point you thought that it was it was the environment you thought it was the role you thought it was a shift at one point. You thought like, okay, if you made more money and it wasn't so much work that you would still be happy working in corporate, right? Mm-hmm. And then you went, you went for one day and then what happened? I said, fuck this, I'm going home. <laughs> hmm. Real talk, y'all. My husband quit after one day. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't give a shit. I, mean, it, I, mean, it, I didn't care who the hell or what company that was but and here's the thing like as a manager as a leader you all know this is like a manager in hr's worst nightmare worst nightmare is to have someone start and then just like walk off the job of the second day yeah but there were pros and i mean there there were a lot of unanswered questions and like everything went by so quick with the hiring you know it's just you know like i said a lot of unanswered questions didn't know you know those things were headed my way because you know obviously I felt like I was just another body to get thrown in there and, you know, I'll figure it out. But because of my uh, experience in the, in the corporation world, but little did they know, I'll walk my ass right out. I ain't give a damn. I don't take shit from nobody. And that's, that's the thing is that I know for those of you who are in a committed relationship, that was one of the hardest things for me as a wife was to understand, empathize. Like, I'll never understand what he was going through. But at the same time, I felt like I, up to that point, I was, I kept encouraging him 
to stay in a job, to stay in the industry that he's been in for 15 plus years. And it was like, you know, he was making good money for us. And, you know, we were paying our bills. We were, you know, all of that stuff. It's hard. It's hard to let your significant other, your partner, to just fly off the handle and then be like, well, I quit my job after one day and I'm, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. And, you know, it's scary. And at that point, and it was in that moment that I realized, like, if I am going to truly support him in a way that he wants me to be supportive and, like, truly love him, that would be to allow for him to figure his shit out, to, you know, kind of, like, discover his new path. And I told him, I'm like, okay. And that was the first time in, oh, my gosh, all of the years that we were married, right? That was, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 13 years, 12, 13 years that I ever let him just do his thing without questioning it. And I was just like, okay, you just stay home. Be a stay-home dad for however long you need to be. I'll hold us down financially and you figure out what it is that you want to do. And that was what then I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but that's what... You, that's when you finally decided, like, I want to be a barber. And he's been asking since we were married, like, can I be a barber? Can I be a barber? And I'm just like, why? You know, there is no money in that, respectfully. And, you know, is that really a career that you want? And so every time I would, like, just nip that in the bud and I would just be like, but you're a leader in, you know, the food production world and you, you're making good money. You know, and so it was hard. It was hard to just let go and let you do the self-discovery to find out what it is that you want to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, quick break before we get back to the episode. Now, I am so excited to tell you about my upcoming workshop. It is called The New Chapter. Finding your new career. Yes, this workshop is for all of my millennial women out there who feels stuck. If you know that your current position is not what is for you anymore, it no longer serves you, no longer brings you joy, but you're wondering what's next? Or what I call, what do I wanna be when I grow up 2.0 version? This workshop is for you. Or maybe you're at that midst where you're like, look, I no longer want to work for a boss. I want to become my own boss. Yes, when I'm talking about career, I'm not just talking about corporate career. This could mean your new career as an entrepreneur. So how do you pivot and step into this new elevated career without starting over? Look, if this is something that speaks to you, I got you, babe. Now, this is a 100% free 99 workshop. Yes, it is happening on Wednesday, May 10th, and it's happening at 4 p.m. Central Time. The beauty of this is I am jam-packing so much information that this is a two-hour workshop. 
okay? So if this is speaking to you, I am personally inviting you to join us for this upcoming workshop. The link for that will be below in the episode description. Can't wait to see you there. Welcome back to a tall glass of sass. Now, um, do you think us going into business, like being our own entrepreneurs, uh, impacted our marriage? Uh, of course. Yeah. Definitely. How so? How so? Honestly, it, it, um, got us even stronger in, in a different way than just, you know, being a husband and a wife and, the support, you know, the, the growth of the support between us two for our businesses and for each other definitely uh, grew. Not just that, you know, it's the schedule aligns up. It's really, really uh, convenient for our schedules to figure things out, not rely on nobody. You know, we get everything blocked off, whatever we need, take care of the kids, take care of ourselves and... You know, that's, yeah, it definitely affected our, um, you know, our marriage and um, in a good way. I mean, I haven't really seen anything that I can say that it's impacted in a way that I didn't, I dislike or, you know, affected one of us in a way where, you know, we had issues. So, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I think what to, to just kind of resummarize right a little bit about what you what you shared and I I have that same experience too is I think we became so much closer and so much stronger as a married couple because we were in entrepreneurship right mm -hmm. and it really tested how much we would trust each other in like making sure that all of our bills were paid and our kids could still do extracurricular things and we could still travel and do all these things. But I think it was more the time. Like we had the freedom to do what we needed to and more importantly, what we wanted with our time. That I think was what made us even get closer was mm -hmm. the ability for us to like, y'all, okay, today's a Tuesday, okay? And by the time you hear this, this is probably going to be a month and a half out on a Thursday, okay, when I drop my episodes, all right? Like on Tuesdays, <clears throat> Mike and I block off time to go to the gym together, okay? Like, yeah, we may not look like we go to the gym, y'all. <laughs> I know that. But we go to the gym. And then on Wednesdays morning is our brunch date. Like that is our protected time for us to spend with each other how many dates do you think we even went on when we were working in corporate um not much because the time i mean we spent so much time even even when our eight hours were up nine hours were up at corporate we got home you still had you know because you know you're in a management position you had emails that kept going off you had you know company third shift still contacting you about this and that and it's like throughout you, you didn't have that uh the freedom you didn't have it was never ending you know it yes just, it just kept going you know and um and then we had the kids yeah like, and then the kids came in and you feel like the kids didn't get your time or you didn't get their time and then it's like dang you know like 
it's not even worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, of course, like, we'd have our weekends, but at the same time, too, like, sometimes you had to pull mandatory weekends. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of times where I would I would work Saturdays and I'm going on Sundays just to finish my stuff because, you know, I mean, you know, there were things that weren't getting done. And you had to go. It had to get done. Yeah. So yeah. I would have to, you know, take a couple hours on Saturday and Sunday to go in and finish everything up before Monday. So... Yeah, so you know, I think that the the what made us so much closer today was the ability for us to protect time to spend with each other, right? And then, you know, we would still do our jobs, we would still you know run our businesses based off of those protected times in which we would go to work out, we would have brunch, stuff like that. We would protect our times for our kids' activities. We don't have to worry about that stuff. Like, there's no. Do you feel guilty for closing off your books? No. I don't either. I have no guilt, y'all, with protecting my time for my family. We're like, when I when when we would go on vacations, you would feel bad. You would be like Yeah, I mean, yeah. When like I taking was, PTO, like that. Yeah, was, I, I was you know, one of the ones that was like, man, I don't I feel bad leaving because if I leave, you know, I don't want shit to get fucked up. You know, I don't want to come back to a fucking mess. And it's like you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm gonna push you a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's something that wasn't the gr- the greatest thing in our marriage because we went into entrepreneurship. What's that one thing that you mm-hmm. would say was not so great? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I had times where I mean, when we first started, I was, you know, I don't know. I have one. While you think about yours, I'll share mine. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing that we are still working on in our marriage is our money mindset. And yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, I think for me financially, I, fuck you yeah. know, like... My mindset on the money part is um, is different from hers. Mm-hmm. So. And I will say that you and I take risks differently. Yep. Okay? Like, I'm not scared. I'm not scared to go and take risks. I'm not scared to invest in hiring a coach to help me to break my barriers and, like, elevate my mindset and figure out how to run my business. Would you say that you take a lot of risks in your business? Mm, I I like taking risks that I know I'm going to win, where I can control. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. like going in blindfolded and like just, you know, hoping that I made the right decision. You know, I, I, I hate failure just because, you know, like um, things in life in my past. But yeah, I, I just, you know, want, I, there's got to be a certain, you know, a percentage, high percentage of, of me coming out of there as the winner for me. Like to, a payoff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to be the, I, I yeah, I have to win. You know, I have to win in this this decision that I make or I choose. I'm, nobody else is going to win because it's, if it's my business and I'm making this this decision, I'm going to win. No, not whoever I'm, I'm bringing in to help me. Yeah. I take more risks. I take a lot more risks. I, um, 
But at the end, like, I also pull more, more in revenue too, though, right? And so <clears throat> I would say that the one thing that really challenged our marriage in both being entrepreneurs was that we were both in a different place with our money mindset, you know? And we take, like, our risk, the our willingness to take risks was different. And so, you know, you know how it is, y'all. Like, when you're in a committed relationship and you... Um, you make especially a financial investment, you know, you want to have that conversation with your significant other. You want to be like, hey, I'm going to be spending, you know, a shit ton of money on a coach and I'm going to go and like, you know, invest in this technology or whatever it is. You want them to know you because you care about each other. Mm -hmm. You don't want for someone to be feeling like they're blindsided. But that was by far, I say, one of the hardest things that even we're still working on today is I, I, have, I have a lot of faith that God's always going to get me. Like the universe is always going to provide for me. But I mean, you're here. I don't want to speak to you. At one point, you said to me, it irritates you because I'm so relaxed, you said. Yeah, I mean... Describe to people what you mean by that. Relaxed as in like... Just... Especially like... Um, act, like It's like not noticing that thousands of money is being used on coaching. And it's like it's not just your one, two thousand. It's like a lot, you know? And it's... I'm just like... It, I mean, this shit ain't normal, you know, like, <laughs> there's a couple of times where, you know, I, I almost had a heart attack when I heard the number, I, I, I swear, I was like, damn, like, holy fuck, jeez, like, you know, for, I mean, for me, it's, 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 it's a, my service is, you know, of course, it's, it's a little lower ticket, you know, high volume, so, like, when I buy, I love buying brand new clippers and, and the new shit out, you know, but, I know I can make that money quick back from, you know, buying the clippers off of haircuts. With her, it's like, you know, like, it's that, you know, high ticket. So Like thousands, thousands so yeah, it's of like, dollars. It's like, damn, you know. I mean it, y'all. I mean, I, I say this a million times, but it's so true. I'm a coach that invests in coaches because I believe in the power of coaching. And... Yeah, I'm not, I am not afraid to put money into my own personal and professional development. Like, I'm not afraid to do that. Point blank. I'm not afraid. And so, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's always fun when you have this conversation with your significant other that you're going to be investing thousands of dollars in yourself and it's hard for him to see. But let me ask you, do you think that my coaching, that, that all of my coaches that I've gone to has helped me? Of course. That, that's, that's why I don't say no, because I look at the big picture and I look at, at actually, you know, just me being here and seeing, seeing her from day one and just seeing how far she's come and the progression and the growth is, is you know, the, the results, right? I, I don't say no because I know the results. I know that, you know, um, the person you're going to be working with, your coaches, 
I know that they're going to definitely, you know, have impact on your, your growth and your sales and your everything. So even though the numbers are high, I don't say no, you know, I, I never say no because at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's for her business. And I respect that because if I were to do something, I know, I know that she would um, definitely, you know, let me do it too. You know, it's just, that's just how it is. You know, like, um, we talk to each other, you know, about big decisions, but at the end of the day, you know, she makes her decision. I make mine. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It does, um, help us to be a lot more confident in making our own decisions right like in our own businesses without us like we brainstorm we'll be like hey what do you think about this i was thinking about this you know but at the end of the day you and i say to each other all the time like it's it's always your decision at the end of the day you have to decide what makes the most sense to you right mm -hmm. and that has created a sense of autonomy and confidence with ourselves knowing that I can always go to you to ask for your opinion, but I know at the end of the day, I have to own that. Like I have to own that decision. I have to be able to step into that and say, yeah, I want to make that decision for me and what's best for me and what's best for my business. Right? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have fun? I mean, no, it's my first time doing a podcast. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's what I expected. What do you mean? You just sit here and talk, you know, about a, a, you know, whatever you want to talk about. So I'll be on a more podcast with Ooh. another guy actually on Instagram. He's my client. So, so you yeah. actually like this? You enjoy it? Well, this is giving me a warm up to, so when I record with him, you know, on, at his studio, it'll be, uh, easier for me to, you know, ease into, you know, like situations talking, you know. Things like that. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. Um, with that, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in and listening in to today's episode. If this resonated with you in any way, shape, or form, feel free to share it. Share it with your significant other. Share it with your husband. Let him listen to it. Whatever it is that resonated with you, share it with your friends, your family. We would love to hear your thoughts, comments about all of the things that we talked about here. And again, all my love. Until next time, see ya.